All right, welcome to another episode of the Streaking Line podcast, our our special NCAA tournament preview episode. Caroline, hello, how are you? Hey. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing well, you guys. <laughs> Why? I'm really stressed. I'm, I'm stressed very stressed about what? What is there to be stressed about? The tournament hasn't even started yet, and Darns is breaking out. I know. I'm going to leave. Possibilities it. ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, too many possibilities. That's too, a problem. Yeah, two distinct possibilities, I guess. We got Emily with us again this evening. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Are you excited to fill out more brackets than anyone should fill out? I'm that yes. type of person. I fill yes. out too many. Darns, you said you haven't even filled out one. No. <laughs> what, 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 is, it, is it nerves? Yeah, a little bit. But also just I've been busy and um, I'm still thinking. I think I have like a general idea. I've actually done a lot of talking about picks <laughs> in the past <laughs> couple of days, whether it's like going over things for mm-hmm. stories with like, oh, here's why so-and-so will cover and here's a group of Cinderella's that could you know emerge and who not to trust and stuff like that and doing some podcasts or radio hits. Yeah. And I think I've talked about a lot of the games. Well, the key <laughs> is every time it. to pick someone different so that yeah. when that <laughs> so actually happens. all possible outcomes. Exactly. Probably. You can just point to that one. See, I think I'm taking a different strategy this year because I had to, for work, have had to have my picks in within like 30 minutes of the bracket being revealed. So it was like immediate gut reactions uh, as to like who I thought was going where. Mm-hmm. And then I think I might just leave it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought my Never overthink it. Kind of a bold strategy because I usually make multiple brackets with different picks, but I yep. might just roll with it this year and see how we do. There was a college cross did the, if you picked based on lacrosse performance. <laughs> For each Wouldn't one, you so, like not have half the schools. Yeah. Well, they they, they looked at um they the also looked at teams. club. Yeah, they looked at club. They did a really okay. really good job and like cool. said, so you're like, oh look, Gardner Webb didn't have a lacrosse team, so Virginia automatically made it to the second round. So this is my already goodness. my favorite bracket. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Virginia did make the finals, but lost to Yale and Handsome Dan, which is fair because Handsome Dan is super cute. So. Um, that's well, a live bulldog mascot for any of you that don't follow college lacrosse or Yale. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the bulldog bracket, a, a guy with a sword and a cape and a mustache, uh, beats bulldog. Yeah, if you're doing like a, a mascot bracket, mascot bracket. Yeah. yeah, we're pretty much killing a dog. Which Maybe not for like best mascot or cutest mascot, but if they fight, if they fought. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we, why don't we, before we get, maybe we'll do some picks as a team in a little bit, but certainly we want to talk about the ACC tournament and uh, the who's playing a couple games down there in Charlotte. Do we? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's no. important because everyone got so mad. <laughs> so, it was aggressive. Uh, you know what's funny? Online. Like, like certainly it's a frustrating game and – I mean, I think anyone really watching it was is particularly frustrating because FSU is doing stuff that they maybe don't normally do. I mean, they were just it was like watching the Duke game at the JPJ. They were just hitting shot after shot after shot, and you're like, "Well, what the fuck are we?" You know, like there's not, nothing nothing they can do about it, and that's annoying. I get it, and I, I I understand a lot of the reasons UVA fans would be upset in general. I don't follow a lot of people. I guess who take that um, like sky is falling approach or, or, or whatnot. So my Twitter feed the next morning or that evening 
was just 50 people saying don't overreact <laughs> like, like overreaction yeah exactly yeah. so all i saw was people overreacting about overreacting <laughs> yeah like, i know all of you are mad but i'm the one keeping a level head um there's got to be a middle ground. It's just, here's, <laughs> here's the thing, folks. Sometimes teams lose games. And sometimes teams sure. lose games just because they didn't play well. And sometimes that doesn't have to mean you have to inspect or decry the entire institution of basketball. Like, it's, I feel like Virginia has become, and it's not just Virginia fans. There's already the same national writer you know, that's on Twitter the day before the second half against NC State being like, this team's making the Final Four. Like, is the next day being, like, same old, same old from Virginia, postseason failure the next day? And it's just kind of, like, the the only team in the country, it seems, that can't just have a loss is Virginia. Every single loss now well, how you, has how to – Well, how you could point to this postseason failure when they won the freaking thing last I know, right? Time. And, and that's like, what's it so absurd. Sense. Like, they're already written off for the postseason because they right. fell in the semifinals of the ACC tournament to a top-10 team. Like – Get the hell out of town. I can't. Every single loss, even the ones during a regular season, are now just indictments of the system and the program. Like, you know why Virginia lost? Because Ty and Kyle and DeAndre didn't score enough points. There were, there were points from – and I, I don't – I am not going to get into this whole Kihei thing again because I'm exhausted. Well, I'm going to bring it up. So <laughs> Emily and I can – He scored – he scored points. He was aggressive with the ball. There was a moment where David Nichols was hitting a couple shots over him, but you know who else he hit shots over? DeAndre Hunter. So I don't want to hear any mm-hmm. bullshit about his defense cost Virginia the game because their defense wasn't very good, coupled with Florida State hit shots that, you, like he said, they don't normally hit. They don't shoot 56% from the field. They definitely didn't hit those shots the next night when Duke left them wide open. David Nichols went like 0 for 8 from the field. Oh, that's the way Wide open shots. Like, I don't want to hear that this is Kihei's fault on defense. Were there mistakes? Sure. Absolutely. The guy drove on him, fade away too. Like, that's a thing that happened. When Kihei is scoring more in the second half than Kyle Guy is, we're not going to win games like that. That's just a fact. Like, I'm sorry. Jack Salt had another good game. You get, what, I think – 17 or 18 points out of those two combined you can't ask for more from them i'm mostly concerned about mommy diakite and why he was a no-show all weekend because every time he did come in the game he picked up stupid fouls and made mistakes <laughs> and then went back to the bench and really kind of forced coach bennett's hand in the will... oh sorry i'm no, just like, I'm like unleashing Do, it, could we've seen different mixes of this lineup sure we don't know what the whole Who's, I'm not going to assume any resting or any, like, whatever, trying to get stuff done. Mm. The fact remains Virginia didn't play well, and that doesn't mean that they're going to suck the rest of the year. Could they lose sure. in the next two games, three games, four games? Absolutely. Because it's basketball and it's a postseason. That shit happens. I just, I get so frustrated with, if you want to criticize people, fine, but where Virginia has gone in Twitter territory and online is cruelty, and that's where I just, like, draw. I can't. Like, if you're just going to come out and say, like, this kid sucks, he's ass, he can't, needs to be on the bench, like, I'm done. I can't put up with your fucking bullshit anymore. Parental warning. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Trent has a lot of feelings about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Like, what you guys don't understand is, like, the amount of personal, like, it reaches me at every place in my life. Like I walk into a place and I get immediately like, yo, what's up with your boy? 
I get emails to my personal account harassing me after games. I get tweets. I get like, I'm, that's why I've just like, I'm, I've had it with that kind of nonsense. That's why I take this stuff so like personally or seriously or I don't know. I didn't even want to get into this. This is exactly why, because it makes me feel like I'm overreacting, but it's like literally in everything that I do. And it's exhausting to try and like be critical of a player and, but draw the line at just like personal attacks and insults on the, on a player, any player, pick a player. I do the same thing. Um, and then that makes me unable to be objective or like, I don't realize what's happening, like that sort of stuff. And it just, it's, exhausting is really what it is i think you see in any sports team in any group of fans uh, unreasonably hostile unreasonably insulting um which you know i agree with you and like there's no reason to insult people necessarily i mean i know people are gonna say when they're fresher they're gonna be like oh he sucks or like uh he shouldn't be out there what you know that's normal venting frustration but any harassment obviously you're talking about to you know personal emails things like that obviously it's absurd i doubt anyone listening uh to our podcast is probably in that boat um but i you know i understand it's it's a lot but i think there there is a reasonable discussion to be had that we want to cover about uh you know where how they failed to to walk out of there with the championship and what that can mean um for the team going forward uh, and maybe the answer's not a lot, but Emily, what are your thoughts? Before we even get into that fully, I will say to Darnes' last point that the only kind of what I saw as legitimate concern, like that kind of resulted from the loss, is the fact that the farther you get in the tournament, the better teams you are playing. And those teams are yeah. clearly on hot streaks if they're making it that far. Mm-hmm. So you will face a team like we played in Florida State where they come out shooting way better than they normally do or like we did at Duke. So the reaction to – the question I think becomes not like what's wrong with Virginia as a system, but how do we respond to hot teams going forward? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and that's – and you can't respond by being as cold as they were. Like, no, and yeah. that's what I mean. I yeah. think that is the only actual criticism like I saw from the game. Like I'm really not that sad that we lost. Like I don't really I'm care. not either. I like <laughs> – you know what I mean? Like winning the tournament would have been great, but it doesn't actually change like anything in terms of. Yeah. Like Pierce said, we did it last year and look how that went. Like, right. Like it doesn't, it change doesn't anything mean anything. For me. But What's I important do want to know team? how we, how we avoid that going forward. Cause we weren't able to right. slow Duke down, but then if you can't slow a team down, that's hot. You have to at least try to keep up with them. And when you can't slow them down and you can't keep up, then you just get, what we saw against Florida State and what we saw what we saw against Duke earlier, and like that, you can't have to move forward in March Madness. The one yeah. thing that I will say that abs that is one hundred percent true. That is absolutely true, and and the only thing that makes me a little bit more like comfortable from that is the fact that like there aren't many teams with Florida State's length, and there aren't any teams that are as good as Duke. Uh, both of those two teams are on the other side of the bracket, which is a um, Tennessee is extremely physical. They're not as long as Florida State. Yeah, and if Virginia yeah. plays the way that they did against Florida State, they will lose that game in the Elite Eight, uh, assuming that they get there. Let's, this all, all, all discussion, folks listening, all discussion. Like, just we know we're not on the team. We don't have any effect on yeah. it. So, we're going to talk about games that are a little bit potential meetup matchups that are right. a little bit further online. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's the thing that why the loss because it is you're going to see better teams you're going to see better defenses um 
Virginia's side of the bracket is actually one like 10 of the there are 10 teams in Virginia like South region that are over 300 in Ken Palm and pace, um, which I think is actually a big benefit for Virginia because there aren't going to be teams that are trying. No team is going to be out there trying to speed each other up and get them out themselves out of rhythm in the same sense. That means that Virginia won't make other teams uncomfortable. Um, Like if there's a team that's used to going fast and they meet the pack line, like they're not now going to have to slow down and play out of what's normal for them. Um, but it's something to, to look at going forward. Well, before we get into the bracket, I do want to say some things I feel <laughs> about uh, the tournament, um, the, the the conference tournament results. And that was that yeah, absolutely against FSU, uh, everyone not named Jack uh, played like butt uh, for the most part. <laughs> and, and not to be insulting, but you know what I mean? Like they just didn't play very well. And, and the other possible exception to me was Braxton Key. I mean, watching that game, you know, I didn't have a stat tracker up or anything. I've looked at the box over and back, but it, you know, I was there and it looked like Key was really adding something. So I was disappointed that we didn't see the roster shift or the, the lineup shift that we saw in some of the other games against the more athletic ACC teams, um, particularly in ones that were close late, uh, we saw them go to a bigger lineup. Does that mean less Kihei? Yeah. Um, do, am I saying I wanted, I wanted Kihei yanked because no, of I Kihei you. things? I wanted to, Kihei yanked because I wanted the bigger lineup. Sure, and that's 100% fair. Better. Yeah. Um, I think it speaks to what we've said in a perfect world. You know, a freshman guard of that size is usually just going to be someone who spells your other guards and, you know, gives them the rest that they need and you got to have rotation and things like that. And because of the lack of that rotation or the lack of that depth, whatever playable depth clearly isn't there, we featured this three guard lineup, not including Hunter as a, as a three guard. Yeah. The Ty Kyle Kihei lineup. And it clearly wasn't working at either end of the, the floor. Um, it wasn't producing offensively and it wasn't stopping them defensively. Some of that is Kihei attributed. Some of that is Ty attributed and Kyle attributed and all the guys out there. And, I couldn't for the life of me figure out why they didn't go with the bigger lineup, the, the playing two bigs. Usually that's Braxton. I I mean, with Braxton at the four and Ty Kyle and Hunter out there as one, two, he wanted another, I think from looking at is he wanted another ball handler. I mean, if if someone asked him that in the the post game, that's why I mean, it's a reasonable answer. I don't think it makes up for the fact that the, you know, it wasn't working. So, so to me, I wanted to see, trying something else and something and that we've seen work in those situations and he didn't go to it so that's one of frustrating the things, one of the, and I, I get that's absolutely 100 percent. i think one of the things that i have had issues and have heard other complaints or issues criticisms however you want to say it that sounds the nicest with understanding that tony bennett's an outstanding coach who won acc coach of the year some of that is he likes to let the guys work things out. And that one got out of hand several possessions in a row. And then it was out of hand. Like it was Kihei gave them the lead back with the pull-up jumper from the free throw line or off to the side. And then there were, you know, back to back, I think, and this is just from going off memory. I haven't like memorized, but like, you know, shots from Nichols, the fadeaways. Then there's another three. Virginia just couldn't hit shots on the other end. And now it's back to an eight point game 
the ball gets stolen at the top of the key when Kyle was dribbling it. Now it's 10 points and there's like six minutes left or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it it was, and that is, you know, it is what it is. Like when you make, what you make of it, the stubbornness, I would have liked to see key or Diakite or Huff in there at the very end when they were trying to like, when it was six points and there were a couple of few seconds left, like absolutely like get, you can't at that point you really run into liability issues because you can't have Kihei in the ball. He's inbounds the ball against Florida state because he's too short and they can just put a huge gigantic six, seven person there and they can't get the ball in. But then once they get the ball in, he's not as comfortable as a freshman to quickly find Kyle or Dre. Dre had another one of his no show games where he just, he didn't even demand the ball. Like he didn't come out to go get it and be like, okay, I'm a top five draft pick. I'm going to go get the ball. Um, I mean, he was the only one doing anything with any sense of uh, efficiency besides Jack. All of this is well, besides efficiency. Jack. Yeah. yeah, Jack was great. Jack had yeah, a no, phenomenal Jack. tournament. I legit think he got snubbed for the all-tournament team because I think he was outstanding. Um, Ty at the end showed more of that if, like quickness of like, okay, I got to get a shot off. Sure. Um, but there was – and again, to Florida State's credit, they did a nice job of shutting off Kyle in the second half he could just knock it open for the life of him. And that's Terrence man. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, man. And I mean, you know, they were rotating the, the guys covering Kyle and that, that honestly, that brings me to the only other thing I wanted to say negatively was that they got pushed around. They got beat up by the more physical team, um, yeah. which, you know, we don't, they're not the only team that can do that. And I know we've, we've already said FSU is particularly long and physical and is a roster unlike really any other uh, total, you know, from top to bottom in, in, in college basketball, but it doesn't mean that they're not going to find highly athletic, you know, hard nosed defensive teams and they can't let them get pushed around like that again, you know? So it's a lesson learned. Um, I'm sure everybody knows it on the team and coaching staff too. Yeah, they talked about the out-toughed. <laughs> they got out-toughed, and Jack said they got punked, which I love when he says they got punked. Or not that they got punked, obviously, but like when he uses that as a phrase, because he used that again about the Wyatt Walker. Um, and that was the thing that I thought that they adjusted and played so much better than the first time they played um, NC State over the course of the season. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, I think the phrase getting out-toughed is a little concerning, considering – we're thinking ahead to Elite Eight where we play Tennessee, who's literally known for their toughness. Yeah, and that's why I mean, like, that Tennessee game could be tough. I mean, obviously, tough. <laughs> Lots of tough going around. Tough but yeah, it's gritty. Yes. Um, but also, like, I like how we said when they're going to play. Like, yeah, also, I'm saying, Tennessee, I'm saying Tennessee, could lose, Tennessee could lose to Cincinnati in Columbus. Sure. Like, they don't have – Yeah. Getting – in. It, Virginia has played in physical games this season. Um, I mean, they played Florida State already once. And yeah, no, I'm not saying we can't. I'm just saying, like, that performance this close to a time when we're going to be playing more and more teams like that is yeah. not the most comforting thing. Again, I'm not freaking out, not super concerned, but <laughs> it is something. I think it sounds like you're freaking out. Yeah, stop freaking out, Emily. Um, <laughs> I think if Virginia had played slightly better – and lost by like, and it was a back and forth traded game. And then Florida state like won by six at the end because they hit sure. a couple shots and Virginia missed one. It, this is less uh, intense of a discussion among yeah. the fans and the media, whatever. Yeah, definitely. I mean, or if it was even like Florida state just shot exceptionally well and like we played 
decently. Like we played the way that we normally play, but they just like had a phenomenal game. Yeah. It was, like, they had a phenomenal game and we kind of played like trash. The problem is, is the, <laughs> when, cause a lot of people, and I'm in the same boat. I've said this too, like, Hey, if they play well, but lose, like, you know, we've gotten to the point where this Virginia team is actually so good that if they play well, they're going to beat just about anybody minus that Duke performance in Charlottesville. So I think like yeah. I had to talk myself out of the fact of like, Caroline, if they play well, like they're going to win. They've even played poorly in some games and won. Still won. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's, it's this mythical, like, I won't be mad about it if they play well. And I'm not like, I've done this too. I'm not saying like you specifically or whatever specific people, like if they play well now they're going to win those games. And so it took Virginia playing unlike themselves to lose yeah. the game combined with Florida state shooting better than they normally do and whatever else. See, this Wait, is why I want like, play. this is why I need like Michigan state or Michigan or Gonzaga to knock Duke out before we even get there because anyone but Duke, <laughs> we could do it. By get there, you mean the national championship game? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> we play well in the tournament. We can yeah. run the table until Duke. And I love Virginia, but I, I just don't I think they could, they could it, it, like I, they could. This team can beat Duke. This absolutely. Okay. This team. I mean, I would need like a lot I'm of. I'm not as confident in that. I'm like really if weird. Zion Williamson right is in the national championship game. I don't think he's losing it. I I tend to agree in some senses. I this like what I mean. Virginia to, find, to watch that. Like I took you know that we even get to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, Duke. After watching them in the ACC tournament, <laughs> I man, Zion is so good. And I was joking yep. with some people. I was like, they need to find better people to put around him other than these bums dragging him down <laughs> what happened to cam reddish like i, I mean rj barrett cam wasn't reddish very good so streaky trey yeah. jones was like, only good in the championship game and he's the reason they won that game because duke left that door open for florida state in the finals florida yeah. state just refused to walk in it was like no no thank you we're good outside it's really nice out here and we're gonna enjoy the sunset like and they just got- wouldn't walk through the door Zion got six steps to win the game against UNC. So there's, you know, that. <laughs> but it's without, I think they, Syracuse would have had a legitimate chance of beating Duke if Tyus Battle was playing. That's how poor. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Duke play. Like yeah. if, if Zion gets into any sort of foul trouble or have forbid, and I do not wish this on anyone. If he like rolls an ankle and misses part of the game, like we know this is possible. Like it happened to Anthony Gill in Michigan State game, whatever. Or we've had, you know, J.R. Reynolds back yeah, in the sure. day against Tennessee. Yeah. Um, that team is that team is in trouble. Yeah. Like they've got good yeah. players and they can pull it out of their asses. But if they meet a, a hot, a good team, I mean, Virginia and they don't, Tech could take it to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's Virginia my, Tech already did it, but whatever. And forgets everyone's like, "Oh, Zion didn't play that," and I'm like, "Yeah, but neither did Virginia Tech's best player." Right. Yeah, and he's back now, and he's back. So yeah. we'll see how he he looks. But yeah, um, I want to talk a little bit about the South Region. Maybe if we have time, we'll go around uh, as a as a as a team. Uh, we can pick uh, maybe the first few rounds, um, but the South Region, like. I it's I I think we're all nervous for the Gardner Webb game to some degree. I'm I'm sure it's a little silly, but obviously we know why we are. And so what, I you know I feel like never. a few shots or whatever, like it should be a, a normal 
fine Virginia game against an uh, overmatched opponent. But it almost is the game that makes me the most nervous looking through this region. That, that means they unveiled this region. I kept going, that team sucks. That team sucks. That team sucks. <laughs> and their best players hurt. That team okay, sucks. You know? I, no, I don't I care. Have this, like, <laughs> I have this overarching theory that like 80% of the teams in college basketball right now suck. And then it's like the three seeds and up are all really yeah. good, but no one else is good. Look They're at the eight, nine the teams here. Mrs. Not even all, right. Not even all. Some of the three seeds. You got a couple of them, or then you have like some random teams like that you know could get hot in March because they. Florida like, State oh, should not be a four. Yep. No, yeah. they shouldn't. But like I just genuinely, for most, almost all of the, I mean, obviously there are going to be a couple early upsets, but like in terms of like getting to the Elite Eight, like that Cinderella team, I just don't see it this year. I. They put I all just, the exciting Cinderellas the, in with Duke, which basically like takes which that means they're gone. Yeah. If you, if you go, if you go seed by seed, there's no one in this bracket that is the best seed at that at number, that except number. Yeah. for maybe UC Irvine at 13. Um, you know, Villanova at six, you could argue for sure too, because they, they have been hotter. They're a recently. tournament team too. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, particularly the eight, nine Mississippi, Oklahoma. Yeah, I know. I know the who's can lose, I do, but it, like, they're not good. So if the who's do lose, they're losing to not good teams. Uh, Wisconsin, blah, Oregon is hot, but you know, Pac-12, believe it when I see it. Right. Kansas State, Wade is hurt. UC Irvine might beat them. Uh, Purdue doesn't scare me at all. More like Oregon, Purdue, don't, am I right? Nailed gonna, it. Old Dominion might win that, that game, but I don't think we're going to see ODU in the Elite Eight. <laughs> Tennessee is easily the worst of the two seeds, as far what? as I'm concerned. I would much rather I would disagree. Who's, yeah. who's worse than well, Yo, I mean, Michigan? I, see Michigan. I, like, Michigan. I like Michigan but right Michigan, now. Michigan, you're bringing up the I mean, tournament team, right? Like that, you know. Yeah. I, well, you I, asked, I, like, which just, of I, the four that I'd rather play, it yeah. would go in order – of wanting to play to not wanting to play Michigan, Tennessee, Kentucky, Michigan state. Right. And I sure. definitely wouldn't yeah. want, actually Kentucky should probably be further down because that should be the last one because I, when the, here's the thing that made me happy. I was fine to see Tennessee because that means it's not Kentucky and effing Louisville. Like, I yeah. was, that was yeah, my yeah, yeah. that would be bad huge, yeah huge yeah. victory there from the bracket so anyway my my definitive point is that this sets up really well and uh, not making a final four run is is a failure for this one seed like nah, I don't say if you run into a good Tennessee team in the in I was about to say elite eight beat them like this well, this, well, no, of this course team, we want them to yeah. say that <laughs> like it, the eight the top eight see the top eight teams the ones and twos mm-hmm. are undoubt any single one of those teams could win a national championship yeah that's yeah. Right. i'm with you on that George. without question so yeah when you get to an elite eight and loses in a close game to tennessee after let's do that whole like okay it's just two teams like kind of like the michigan state uva game in 14 that was two good teams right playing a good basketball game one of them had to move on and virginia didn't hit a shot late like that to me if that happens this year that doesn't make this whole thing a failure and that's what i want to warn virginia fans about making a final four is extremely difficult a lot of things have to happen <laughs> yeah but so I'm if you're in that- only on if they don't go then they're a failure 
Yeah, like, they they're are. They're failing to get to that. The the what we want to see as as the goal. I mean, the goal's got to be a Final Four, and not making that goal is failing to get that. Now, it could it be a reason? No, but you're not a failure on the season. Absolutely not. Not in my book. I don't. No, think a so. failure for this tournament. A failure for what we should be expecting. The way this there the way this tournament sets up, we then every single tournament ever is a failure. Is that what you're saying? Like if no, they because don't... we don't expect a national championship in I every do. single tournament. What up? No, I just think that it's unreasonable. <laughs> now, now, to now you just said two opposite that. things. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not saying it's an unreasonable failure. I'm not saying it's a condemnation yeah. of the program. I'm not saying that it's going to be you know, something that that isn't easily explainable or a a loss that you can attribute to, you know, it's losing to a good team happens. We all know that. I'm saying the way this bracket looks, the goal should be a final four. And if that doesn't happen, then they haven't met that goal. I think you're taking Tennessee too lightly. I, okay. I would agree with that, but I would say if Tennessee gets knocked out, which could happen, like realistically, you're looking at like Cincy, Purdue, if their offense is rolling, could do it. Not that I'm, like, big on Purdue right now, yeah. but they could potentially do it. Um, or Villanova, like we talked about, tournament team, kind of riding on a good streak right now. Mm-hmm. Any of those teams could knock Purdue out. I think if Purdue gets knocked out, our goal should be a Final Four. If Tennessee if gets knocked out, you mean? Out, yeah. Our goal should be a Final Four. But I think if Tennessee is in there and we play them well to the Elite Eight, I am, again, I'm going to be happy. So I'm with you, Darns, on that. It's going to suck because it's going to be another one of those, like, oh, so close. So close. Um, but I wouldn't but say, like, we'd have to see it all, fit, like, play out. Like, it's just that is a very, very good team. The top eight also, teams are very, very good. They're all very good. Any of them could win a national title. I think we all know Duke is probably the heavy favorite going in, but any of yeah. those eight could do it. There could easily be an upset over Duke. How many? Four different teams have exposed different holes in their system so far. Granted, some of it with science, some of it without. Mm-hmm. But I also just think, like, making it to the Elite Eight would not be – that doesn't mean we're a bad team, and that doesn't mean we can't play uh-huh. postseason basketball. But right. I think that would be the initial reaction is, like, oh, yeah. they can't make it far. But, like, dude, how many other teams are going to the Elite Eight? Like, seven other programs. That's it in the country of how many basketball teams. Yeah. You know, you're talking about you're still one of eight teams who made it that far. And that would have been the second trip to the Elite Eight in – four years yeah which is not like yes obviously we all want a championship we all want a final four we all want to be in like the very end but realistically knowing how difficult that is to do I don't think it's a failure if we're not there I 100% agree with Emily the pressure gets ratcheted up and honestly I think with this being like the easiest great team like you can't you can't collect six seven eight years you know or whatever down the road great teams don't make the final four every year Every single year, great teams don't do that. I know, like, but if great we coaches, great teams, a program that is at a level of greatness, you know, and not just a good team that wins wins an absurd amount of games in the regular season and then fails to back it up in the national tournament, but they're going to have to do it. I don't, I don't think making it to the elite eight means that we fail to back it up. Well, it, it, I mean, it, you you could feel that way. Obviously, I get your point that it, it's a quite an accomplishment anyway to get to the lead eight. It is absolutely just going to be chalked up to the other list of shortcomings, even if it's a much better result than last year, of course. But they're just I mean, I mean, I do, in terms of the the perception of UVA. And again, I'm I not trying to belittle. Like, we all want a national title. 
I think like there's a general consensus there. A national title helps your program. It helps recruiting. You know what I mean? It like helps your overall standing and status and it will probably go a long ways to do. I mean, obviously you're never going to outlive you at the UMBC loss last year, but we'll probably kind of, I think the only way people can say that Virginia like fully redeemed themselves is with a national title. So it would go towards helping all of that. I just don't want to sit there and say that I'm not going to be content if we don't get that. Yeah. I, that's why I think people are setting themselves up to be ex- extraordinarily disappointed. Disappointed. I, I, I'm going to be extraordinarily disappointed if they don't make a Final Four. But I think, I think unreasonably extraordinarily disappointed. It, <laughs> like, you can't ignore every... Yeah, I can. It's 2014 is when this stretch really started. And the team has gone to the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight twice. And that is something that I understand, like, when you look at each thing individually, I don't agree at all with the narrative about the style. Like, that can just get the hell out. Like, it's wrong. Because not a single game that they lost was style-related. So if they want to say it's a slow team, can't get it done, like, that's just lazy and exhausting. Like, and I don't have time to break all down why it's wrong. But I get 2015, they didn't show up. They stunk and they played terribly and got shot out of the gym by Michigan State. 2017, that team was not very good, and that's just how it is. They play, came into the tournament with, like, five and a half dudes. Like, sure. they no – making it through the first that, round – Yeah, I mean, they were – Making it through the first round was a blessing. Like, yeah. so the thing that I'm trying to point out, what I'm saying is, like, this is a – they're looking at, like, it's Tony Bennett's 10th year. I'm like, it is. That's accurate. This is a – including this season, sixth season – of being good. Um, like, I just looked this up because I this just popped to my mind while I talked about this. It took Coach K 11 years at Duke to get his first national title. Yeah. And he this came is, to Duke in 1980. They won their first in 1991, 1992, but then they didn't win again until 2001, then not again until 2010. But again, I'm saying like it would be great, but no one was sitting there trashing Duke in the in between when they weren't winning national titles during all those gap years. Well, I mean, you know, they they were trashing uh, Villanova uh, before they actually broke through. I mean, there's plenty. Exactly, of- and it shows that, like, it's not this exactly. narrative. It's not. So what I'm saying is it should happen this year. It most likely and reasonably could. This team is good enough. And if, if it doesn't, then doesn't it's not really going to shut anyone up. That's fine, because they haven't shut up yet. Look at the Gonzaga folks. Look at the people railing on Gonzaga. They mm-hmm. still haven't shut up, and Gonzaga made a Final Four. So, you know, it. <laughs> It, here's what's going to happen. No matter what, no one's going to shut up. So if Virginia goes to the <laughs> Final Four, you know what it's going to be now? They had the easiest region. Like, it's never going to shut up. So if I'm trying, yeah, I'm sincerely working on trying to do the thing that everyone keeps telling me to do, which is to stay out of the comments, to not listen. You are. So I'm trying <laughs> to say, like, you know what? No, I, I can appreciate the, the strategy things. of nev- no one's ever going to shut up, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of fair. Yeah, yeah, like I, I, but I mean, I think a lot of fan bases would say that. Like, you know, yeah. everyone's always going to have a bone to pick. Like, Villanova just won a national title last year, and I was just at the Big East, and people were still shitting on the fact that they weren't that good this year. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, you just won two national titles. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you lost a lot of players. And you're still going to sit there and complain about not being yeah. good this year. You know what I mean? It's like everything <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. is going to find flaws. And no I understand what. part of this too is fear of like this group is leaving. Like no matter what happens over the next two weeks, there is not going to be a team that features 
DeAndre Hunter and Ty Jerome and Kyle Guy all together next year. Like that's depending on what level of how many of those leave. So I think that there's a little bit of strength. And I feel it too. Like this team and now I just wanted to have them for these guys, for the program so that they get it. So that coach Bennett gets it. Like I think he's an outstanding coach. He's one of the best coaches in the country. Yeah. And I'm not saying you don't, I'm just saying like, this is a thing that is true and hopefully breaking through that barrier will get those people to shut up a little bit. Like, Oh, they can't get done the postseason. At like, the very least it becomes over. our response as UVA fans and UVA yeah. bloggers that like, no, they, I mean, they just made a final four and have won a couple conference tournaments. Like yeah. what more, you know, like yeah. the, the, it, I think the final four line just helps go can't win in March. Absolutely. Go, Look, Absolutely. they've won tournaments in March, so that's an yeah. idiotic statement. But they've also made a Final Four, which is what yeah. you really mean by in March. And yeah. that's what we need to have happen. And this this region could not have set up better, knock on wood, whatever. I know they could lose Friday, but oh. this region could not have set up better for them. I that is true. told my boss if that if we lose on Friday while I'm working and I have to write the post about losing that I'm quitting. Oh, just yeah, no, we, we I all shut. Like, if it happens, I'm down. out. I'm yeah. gonna be <laughs> done. I'm right. walking out of the office as soon as it happens. I'm like, I'm done. I'm gonna be in the office, so we're going up to New York City to um, watch all the games and work from the New York office with um, my supervisor. And you know, and when the times came out, I was like, all right, three fifteen, not a night game like last time, where it was like the last game of the whatever. And then uh, Ryan Nanny <laughs> messaged me and was like, Oh hell yeah. It's going to be during office. We'll all be there. And I was like, Oh no, I'm definitely <laughs> fired y'all. <laughs> like, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's go through the sweet 16 real quick and see if we can come to, um, uh, we'll go majority rules unless you guys gang up against me. Um, <laughs> then I might pick my team anyway. Okay. Uh, let's, <laughs> no, let's start the East. Uh, anybody think Duke's going to drop it to the playing teams? Nope. The play-in teams? No. No. Okay. So Duke, uh, we got going to VCU, UCF. Uh, this, this, I think everybody wants to say VCU, and it, it, it could be the right answer. UCF still has Taco Fall, and, <laughs> uh, and is I've watched more UCF games. I feel like this year than I have VCU games actually. So I, I don't know who to pick here. I am actually on UCF because I think VCU's defense is absolute trash and that would be where UCF kind of aligns with them well. I mean, I'm not saying UCF is the greatest defense ever, but definitely a stronger point for them. Darn. See, I was leaning VCU just because VCU makes people turn the ball over a ton, but they also do have That's bad fair. defense. So if you guys uh, – I, I, I mean, it's 8-9 to right. toss up. I well, wouldn't be and I'm, I'm the tiebreaker, and for the sake of not getting yelled at by family members, uh, pick at VCU. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is if you say Liberty. This is a trendy uh, 12-5 upset, uh, unless you're president of the university, uh, Jim Ryan, who I believe – picked mississippi state to make it to the championship game so what um, did he? yeah i think so I, did I anyone advise him on this before voice. he did it yeah i don't know um who <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody going liberty i think liberty could do it i haven't been no, super i'm saying you got to pick not well, can they do it state. are they who's gonna win emily picks the bulldogs yeah darns i'm going liberty also jim ryan picked michigan state not Mississippi State. Oh, he okay. He totally picked right. Liberty. He picked right. so much more sense. Ah, that makes much more sense. Okay. <laughs> um, I would root for Richie McKay, uh, but I don't want to root for that school, so come at me. Uh, Mississippi State, they're going through. Um, Virginia Tech, St. Louis. Can the Billikens warm the hearts 
of Wahoo fans everywhere by pulling off this upset. No. I'll go, I haven't answered yet first to help out. Uh, I'll go no. Virginia Tech, we're all on the same page there? Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, we've got play-in teams versus Maryland. I think it's very trendy to pick Belmont to make a sweet 16 run, but I, I hesitate to pick against teams I hate. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I just think that they're, they're better than I think they are. Bruno, Bruno and uh, Jalen Smith are going to be too much for Belmont. Emily? I agree. All right, so we're going. I don't even have to pick. We're going Maryland. Uh, oh, LSU, yeah. Yale, team without a coach. Uh, team caught up in a crew team uh, scandal or whatever. <laughs> um, Yale, y'all. Yale. The Ivy League. Are you picking Yale? Yeah, picking Yale. Okay, um, I am 100% LSU on this. I think not having Will Wade <laughs> is overblown, at least for the first couple rounds. Like, I'm not saying they're going all the way here, but, like, they still have a talented team. Still, we're pretty consistent in the regular season. Yep. Obviously, they have weaknesses. They have holes that people expose, but I don't think losing Will Wade changes that right. like that dramatically. I'm swayed, and I agreed anyway, so I'm going Ooh. to LSU. All right, Louisville, y'all, y'all don't even know about my dude. Minnesota. <laughs> Or I, I don't know who's the big guy on LSU. He's really good. Uh, the guy with cool hair. Anyway, um, they do wear Louis, a lot of short shorts. For Louisville, LSU. Minnesota. Louisville. Little Patino. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Yeah. yeah, I'm feeling Louisville. I don't think Minnesota is any good. Louisville can be good or bad. Uh, Michigan State, Bradley. Are we all on Michigan State? Yeah, it's not fair to make them play one dude. Uh, all right. <laughs> UVA had a tough time with Bradley way back in the CBI, I believe. Uh, Gonzaga. Oh God, what a horrible teams. sentence. John Singletary's last game as a who. I was there. It was sad. All right. Uh, <laughs> had a hard time with Bradley They sure did. Back We're picking Gonzaga not to lose to a 16 seed. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. Syracuse Baylor. I mean, I assume everyone's picking Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yes. Murray yeah. State Marquette is a. This might be this the toughest game. Up. In any of the first-round matchups, uh, John Morant uh, versus uh, the guy from Marquette who's really good, whose name escapes me. Marcus Howard. Marcus Howard. Yeah, I was going to say Marcus Evans. That's the VCU guy. Anyway, um, what are we thinking, Emily? Um, here's the thing. You're realistically talking about John Morant versus Marcus Howard. Like, yeah. neither of these teams have really have anything outside of those two players, so it's really just a matter of who kind of – which secondary players do end up stepping up. Because you've got, like, two guys that are pretty evenly matched in terms of stats, in terms of points per game, um, in terms of minutes, in terms of – I mean, not really assists. But my biggest, th- like, difference here is that I don't think Marcus Howard is actually a point guard. I am – I don't – Marcus Howard is not All a right. facilitator. Marcus Howard just shoots. So I okay. think that's going to be the point of differentiation is, like, if John Morant can make things happen for the rest of his team, they can All do right. it. Um. I like the – I think the point about the supporting cast is important. Um, I think that the Hauser brothers, who both shoot over 40% from three, could be the difference in this game. Um, I really want to pick Murray State, so I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> All right. Murray State it is. Uh, FSU Vermont. It would be just like FSU to blow this game. Now that everyone is all in on FSU after their Elite Eight run last year and, and good showing in Charlotte. Uh, but is anyone actually picking the Catamounts who no. knocked out the UMBC Retrievers in their conference tournament? Hey. All right. We're going to FSU. Uh, Play in game, uh, which is Arizona State, St. John's, uh, Buffalo. 
who we all remember beat Arizona in the biggest upset of last year's NCAA tournament, true. Um, I believe. Um, true. We've got three teams to pick <laughs> from there. I'm, I'm going Arizona State. Oh, no. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, do not pick Pac-12 teams. <laughs> Pac-12 teams I, are so bad. You can't. Well, you cannot under, trust I, a Pac-12 team. They've got Buffalo's a guy coming back, uh, healthy. I'm going, and and every year there's some team that everyone says is bad, and no one picks them, and they and they win games they shouldn't, and that's going to be Arizona State this it year. Ain't, it, it ain't. No, no. Buffalo has no. a number 19 right. offense on Ken Palm. I'll let number you. Number 20. I'm outvoted. I'm outvoted. We're going Buffalo. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Texas Thank Tech, you. Northern Kentucky. <laughs> Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. All right. Nevada, Florida. 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 Oh. <laughs> Nevada is also overrated. Yeah. That's Nevada. true, which means they're going to win. Florida's coming everyone in. Everyone thinks they're trash. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if everyone thinks of them. Florida's Wait, so, coming in playing really well. Yeah, they're um, hot right now. They're hot right now. So hot right now. Um, are bo- wait, but Nevada are both of you going Florida? Is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Florida. <laughs> uh, Michigan, Montana. This Michigan, but if I'm if upset I'm possibility again, here, if I'm Michigan, I'm pissed that I had to play Montana again. Sure, they played them last year. I know. That's nonsense. I hate that. I hate that but stuff. We're all picking Michigan. Florida State's like uh route, like path this season is also very similar to their one last season. There are yes. a couple like weird things like that where they yeah will Gonzaga Gonzaga yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're going Michigan. Yeah. yeah. All right, that leaves let's let's go back up this side. That leaves Michigan, Florida in every bowl game I've ever watched those two play. <laughs> I think they just play each other. Um you you guys like the Gators for the upset? No. No. Michigan too much. Uh, I I, I yeah. think Michigan. All right. Uh Texas Tech Buffalo. Texas uh, I I just had to say there. I, like, mm-hmm. I think I'm going Texas Tech. They're they're kind of like Virginia last year. Minus, you know, we picked him to get out of the first round. That's Hello. just like a, the biggest clash of styles, yeah, that you could have. Texas, Texas Tech's defense. This is stop me if you've heard this type of statement before. Texas, Texas Tech's defense is fantastic, but will their offense score enough? <laughs> That's the question. Is Jared Culver hitting shots? All um, right. But I think I, Texas. I Tech need an answer. All right, Texas Tech. I'm yeah, I. I, I well, I'm going. I was, gonna, I was gonna lean Buffalo, but I think consensus is we're leaning Texas Tech. So, well, I don't even think Buffalo is going to be in that game. So that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, All right. FSU, right. FSU, Murray State, FSU, FSU. All right, FSU. Going, I'm telling you, this is going to be go all chalk, 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 chalk. Gonzaga, Syracuse, plenty of historic potential here to oh, pick against redemption. the Zags. Someone yeah. talk me out of picking Syracuse. Um, they're not that good. <laughs> so that's, that's what people always good say when Syracuse is in the stupid tournament and shouldn't be beating teams that they beat. Yeah, I don't know. It's the zone thing. It's the Syracuse being annoying in the tournament thing. I, I just think Gonzaga has already showed us that they can step up when they need to. Yeah, that's true. Gonzaga. I'm not saying that Gonzaga is like the strongest one seed that there is at all, but I'm saying I think Gonzaga has shown us this season that they can do it. Hachimura in the high post. I love him so much. He's fun to watch. All right, we're going Gonzaga. Michigan yeah. State, Louisville. Michigan State. Michigan State. All right. Maryland, LSU. LSU. And then I, I, I think LSU is tapping out after that, but I, I'll go LSU at this one. 
Yeah, I don't want to pick this much chalk because it makes me nervous, but I don't think yeah. Maryland can keep – I don't think Maryland can win three games in a row. But this goes back to what I was saying about, like, yeah, three seasons below or just, like, not that great this season. So, like, as lame yeah. as it is, that, like, your bracket is going to be, like – You guys are so chalky. I Virginia Tech, Mississippi State. Yeah. Virginia Tech, Mississippi State. Probably what? Virginia Tech, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Duke VCU, another Ooh. historic yeah. potential upset. Dude, I'm telling you what, after I can see it, but Duke. Duke, I Duke, Duke. Okay, okay. Other side of the bracket for a Sweet 16 that is so far all chalk. Uh, Virginia, <laughs> Governor Webb. Virginia. Let's go who's. All right, Mississippi, Oklahoma. Ole Miss. Oklahoma. I'm Ooh. going to Ole Miss. Damn it. I think they're better. I don't know. Uh, they're both trash, so I don't really care. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm not that uh, invested in this. Wisconsin, Oregon. Wisconsin. I'm thinking yeah. Oregon. Yeah, you know what? I know I said all this stuff about the Pac-12, but I don't uh, trust the Pac-12. I don't trust the Pac-12 at all. Who have they played that's actually been good? Got me. They beat. They beat, <laughs> they beat, they beat Syracuse. All right. Right. I'm, I'm going to Oregon. I don't care. Right, let's, we'll give we'll give him this one. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you said you wanted to go Oregon. Don't leave me hanging, Carolyn. <laughs> I'm looking right. at it now, and she's right. They right. played literally no one. <laughs> All right. Well, we're still going to Oregon. You you, you relented. Uh, Kansas State, UC Irvine. Um, UC Irvine. Right. Yep. Me too. Ant eaters. All right. Yeah. Nice. Now we have some upsets. Villanova, St. Mary's. I think we're all on Villanova, Villanova. here. Uh, Purdue, Old Dominion, uh, the Big Blue, they could do it. Are we going with the Monarchs? I'm going with Purdue. I just am not sold on ODU either. BJ Stiff. <laughs> yeah. well, who are you picking, Caroline? Old Dominion. All right. Me too, then. <laughs> ODU it is. <laughs> Take that, Purdue. Outvoted. Yeah, we're going with all upsets in Virginia's <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati, Iowa. This will be an interesting Cincinnati. Game Cincinnati. For sure. All right. You guys get that one. Tennessee, Colgate. Tennessee. All right. North Carolina, Iona. Oh, God, I really want Iona, but let's it. <laughs> um, Utah State, Washington. Utah State. That's what yes. I'm feeling, too. Yeah. Uh, Auburn, New Mexico State. Another intriguing one. Auburn. Auburn. Oh, yeah? Right. Oh, yeah. All right. Kansas Northeastern. Kansas, unfortunately, Is but that's Kansas the only game they're winning. it in. Yeah, I would agree. I don't know how they snuck. So how they, they're Kansas. trash. That's right. like, I don't know how they're at how they snuck four, four seed. seed. Jesus. Right, eight, right. Yeah. <laughs> Mariel Shayok and the Cyclones against Ohio Fighting State. Fighting Shayoks. Iowa State. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, Houston, Georgia State. Houston. Some Houston. upset potential? No. All right. All right. Definitively Houston. Uh, the Darlings of Wofford versus Seton Hall. My dude, Fletcher McGee, all the way. Wofford. Terriers. Let's do it. Uh, I'm Seton Hall on this one. Ooh. All right, we were discussing this before recording, and I was saying right. I really wanted to pick Seton Hall in my brackets because I think everyone is on the Wofford train, but I think they're on the right. Wofford train for good reason. Damn it. <laughs> I think I gotta go Wofford, but if I were actually gambling, I might be putting in C. <laughs> yeah. Try and get that. That should be a really good game, yeah. I think. All right, yeah. Kentucky and some school I've never heard of. Uh, Kentucky. All right, uh, Kentucky <laughs> Wofford. Ooh, 
well, everything that's right with college basketball versus everything that's wrong <laughs> with college basketball. Kentucky. Yeah. All right, right, Kentucky. Uh, Iowa State, Houston. Iowa State. State. All right, we're on it. Iowa State, uh, Auburn, Kansas. We got to go Auburn, right? Kansas Kansas is so bad. All right, uh, Kansas is probably going to win. UNC, Utah State. There is definitive upset potential here. Yeah, I'm still going with Carolina. All right. Kobe White White is going to carry them. Cincinnati, Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, darts. Mm, yeah, All I want. Right. I want to. Like my heart wants to be like Cincinnati, but I think Tennessee is going to win. All right, and Villanova, Old Dominion. Nova. Nova. Villanova, uh, Oregon, <laughs> UC Irvine. <laughs> Oregon. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. I picked Wisconsin, so I'm out on this one. But Ooh. I'll go with Oregon for the sake of this bracket. Yeah, let's go Oregon. So you don't sound convinced. No, I'm not. (laughs) I mean, they're both bad teams, and they're both going to get whopped by whoever they play after that, but, you know. (laughs) All right, Oregon it is, and Virginia Ole Miss in the baseball rematch. Virginia. Virginia. Okay, so we we have not not every chalk team. We did much better. (laughs) No, no, we did good in the South and Midwest. I was going to say the left side of our bracket, all chalk. Right side, kind of mayhem. Yeah, (laughs) I like it. Madhouse. All right, well, we'll uh, we'll close things there. Stay tuned to our discussion next week. Maybe we can um, pick those rounds and hopefully we'll be celebrating the who's having moved on after a couple wins. I know, Mm. I know, look ahead. No one ever say that to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not on some wood right now. I did, I did. I I did quite literally. (laughs) But uh, stay tuned to the blog uh, for all your tournament pre-game needs and uh, for everybody else I'm Pierce, uh, go Hoos!